Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. How are you doing today? It's goddamn fucking hot. It's hot as goddamn balls. And it's fucking muggy as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it is. I'm having a great day. How are you? Wonderful. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock, Amber. Oh, thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to, to Bad Movies Rock, where sometimes we don't watch a movie that the critics thought was bad. So that's happening today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is happening today. Amber, we watched Live Free or Die Hard, the fourth in the Die Hard catastrophe of movies. Well, then I, I assume that means that The Rock was in it, because that's usually the only... Or, or is there a guest mm-hmm. on this episode? Is, is there a guest mm-hmm. somewhere? I mean, we watched it with a bunch of other people. That does not count. Don't don't even try to loophole that bullshit. Okay. Uh, we ran out of time to do any other movie but this movie. That's not true. We had plenty of time. We just got real lazy. Mm. Yeah, I think that explains it then. Yay for laziness. So we were intending to watch this movie with our friends anyway and said, hey, fuck it. Let's do it for BMR because... Mm. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I also yeah. didn't bother watching the first half of the movie. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> Oops, a doodle. Well, this is going to be a stellar record, I, I do believe. I am in the middle of family time, and y'all got mm-hmm. together and watched a little movie, and that's cool, but I am currently visiting with my mother and my brother. I know. Yeah. I, yeah. It's fair. I watched what I could watch. Plus, I've already seen it. So, you know, stuff happens, and daughter, and hacking, and explosions. I mean, I get it. I think we all get it. So the premise that we're like twisting to make this work for our podcast is that this movie um, is actually much highly, more highly rated than three. And I would say they are very much on par for me. I think I like three maybe a little bit better. But um, yeah, it's kind of some, I'm not sure where the critics were get away, get away with this bullshit. Okay, so, so your 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 bugaboo critical wise is that they mm-hmm. they overestimated the quality of this film and or underestimated the quality of Die Hard three such that the estimation of this film's quality is inaccurate or it should be equivalent. Yes, mm-hmm. I would I would rate Die Hard three a little bit higher than this movie, and yet. I mean that's cockamamie, but cool. It you know, here we go. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, most of the Die Hard movies are about a villain says they want this one thing, but really they want money. And uh, this has, I mean, it's essentially that with a, like, hacker twist on it. Um, so, um, we have got... Um, Bruce Willis, and they throw in his daughter, who's in it, his daughter, who's now all grown up, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And um, we have Justin Long as the hacker, and uh, good old Timothy Oliphant as the bad guy, Gabriel. You're just looking at me significantly. Why? Why are you looking at me significantly? Well, I just thought you might have something to say about Timothy Oliphant. I don't know. Timothy Oliphant is in this movie. He's the bad guy hacker named Thomas okay. Gabriel. Is that is that what you want? Do you want me to just reiterate? No, what I don't you want said? any of this. No, mm. It's <laughs> what you're getting. Okay, cool. 
going to leave a moment here for it to be edited out. And nope, here we go. I'm leaving that in because you're insisting that I cut it out. You know how this works. You just, I am contrary to a fault, woman. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So Timothy Oliphant um, is this, you know, genius um, computer guy. And he, Amber, he tried, he tried so fucking hard to warn the government that this kind of hack was possible, that... Just, I mean, he took, Amber, he took down the Pentagon with a laptop a few years ago. Whoa. That's, that's totally how computers work. The, the, the hacking in this is about as accurate as the hacking in hackers. Yeah, uh-huh. it's pretty good. <laughs> Only more profoundly absurd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the idea is that he's going to now teach the um, government a lesson because they didn't listen to him. And not only did they not listen to him, but because he made such a big stink about the fact that the government was in trouble if they didn't pay more attention, the government actually like discredited him and brought him down. So in a sense, I'm actually pretty much on Timothy Oliphant's side in most of this. Yeah, Minus the murder. Yeah, I mean, I, th- there's there's something smacks of too close to reality when an expert tries to warn people about a doomsday scenario, and, and then the politicians don't want to listen and then do nothing and then fire them and or discredit them. Mm-hmm. I don't. It, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of on Timo's side on this one. Not surprisingly, as yeah. Megan's significant glance and silence noted earlier, I'm a big Timothy Oliphant fan. I just Mm -hmm. didn't want to say that when she wanted me to say that. Boom. Unpredictable. Zigging when you want me to zag. You mean that part you cut out, Amber? No, Megan. (laughs) You don't have that kind of power. I don't. I need to learn how to edit. God damn it. I am the decider. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, okay, so how do we get, how do we throw Bruce Willis into this? Well, good question, Amber. It all makes Uh, perfect sense. Just to be clear, all of this is happening in D.C., and he is still a New York cop. Yeah, uh uh-huh. But, Amber, the feds call in a favor when they realize something's going wrong, and all the, like, white hat hackers are being bombed with C4 in their computers, they... Mm. Ask, <laughs> they asked Bruce Willis to go pick up Justin Long. In Camden, um, New Jersey, which again, is not in New York. Why is he the one called? And it's also, he also makes the excellent like call of, Captain, come on, man. Like, just send one of the dudes from the academy to do like a drop and drive. I'm not, I am a goddamn high ranking detective. He's like, well, that's exactly who the feds asked for. <laughs> why why would they even think of that because okay after bruce willis goes and picks him up after you know they try to blow him up and he just saves justin long by the skin of his teeth like he brings justin long in and they're like oh yeah uh that's great but things have escalated and we don't really fucking care about justin long anymore we're distracted now it's like well why did you call in a fucking favor to get this like essentially like fucking you know superhero of a of a you know New York City cop to come do your bidding. Also, why didn't they warn the gophers that the hackers were getting blown up with C4? I, I, were they aware of yeah. that? Says the person who didn't actually rewatch the movie. Yeah, the the beginning's a little bit um, confusing, but the way my brother Dan explained it was that um, <laughs> so. 
Timothy Oliphant used the coding from these white hat hackers to implement the code that he's using to I bring know down all the of government. That. You don't have to tell I, I know that stuff. I am telling our listeners, Amber. But that's not the question I asked you. Well, I'm getting to it. Answer my question first. Fuck the listeners. So uh, Dan said that the most efficient way to get rid of those white hats were to uh, put C4 in all of their computers, <laughs> which is what Timothy Oliphant did. I mean, yeah, that's, that's obvious. Again, why are you explaining that? That is probably the most obvious part of the okay, movie. Okay, what, what is your question that you don't fucking understand, lady? I, it's, it's not an issue of understanding. It is an issue of I did not watch the first half of the movie. I asked you... Did the FBI know that the hackers okay. were getting blown up before sending cops to pick them up? Um, it seems it, it seemed to ha- happen at the same time. Like it seemed that they were going to get these hackers and that they were being blown up at the same time they were going to get them. So the decision to get them was pre them being blown up, but then by the time um um Justin Long came in, all of the other ones had been blown up. So what you're saying is no. They did not know. That's I don't all think you had. So. That's all you had to say, woman. It's just no. It was the mo- How did that just take? That took like three minutes. Here, let's, three do, minute let's no. do a cut. Here, wait, hold on. Let's do a cut. No, no. If I no, had to suffer Amber. through this, so do our listeners. Well, I was trying to also explain to our listeners what the fuck was happening. Uh, so, yeah, then... Um, We've got they they um Justin Long recognize recognizes this as a fire sale, which means it's a cyber attack that's supposed to take down the nation's infrastructure, and they are able to figure out where um Timothy Oliphant is going to strike next. They fight um Maggie Q, which is amazing. Uh, she's uh, the best, and uh, yeah, then. Timothy Elephant finds out John McClane's daughter is around, so he kidnaps her to make it, you know, it's always got to be personal in Die Hard. To be fair, Bruce Willis made it personal first by killing Maggie Q, You're right. Timothy Elephant's girlfriend. And he was a real dick about oh, it. Oh, he was like, such a dick about it. He was a racist dick about oh, killing somebody. a real somebody's... sexy Asian that I just murdered. Ugh. Was she your girl? Yeah, she was real hot. She had a really nice body that's now at the bottom of a fucking elevator shaft with a car on top of it. Are you sad now, Timothy Oliphant? Yeah, he did ask for this. He did ask for it from a computer hacker who, like, already had deleted his, like, 401k and proved that he could do fucking whatever he wanted. With the stroke of a key. Mm-hmm. He's a, bro- a Timex in a digital age, Megan. <laughs> That's beautiful, Amber. I, I think that's what Timothy Oliphant says to him. No, I, like I know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> Hack the planet. Hack the planet. <laughs> um, and then at this point, they find out, oh, wait, it's all about money. So we have to go to the secret facility that holds the backup data for the financial district and for- go get everything for everything for literally mm-hmm. everything there's this fantastic moment where the head of fbi cyber terrorism is talking to like homeland security dum-dums we're like woodlawn or, did you just say woodlawn it's like what the fuck is woodlawn he's like well after uh, 9-11 we just decided that if anything ever happened we'd just put a copy of everything all in one place mm-hmm. and he's like you're fucking stupid why didn't you tell me well it's kind of neat to know 
It's above your pay grade. <laughs> it's it's above your pay grade. It's like the stupidest. Let's just put everything that is really important all in one place. It's, it is like the Federal Reserve of of but of everything. Mm-hmm. Like fuck, of, of digital, 134 yeah. billion dollars in gold. This is mm-hmm. everything. This is all the ones and zeros that make that you know a real thing. And then uh, Bruce Willis goes and saves his daughter and uh, wins the day. Yeah, people people get shot, and then other people don't don't get shot, and some people get shot, but they don't die. And mm-hmm. then there's a there's a there's a there's a fighter jet and a, a big rig, and yeah. uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, but guess what? Bruce Willis versus hackers. Bruce Willis wins <laughs> by punching. Hey, Amber, what did the critics say about this movie? Oh, well, Megan, this is by far the sexiest movie we've ever done. Metacritic has it as a 69, and the users have it as a 69, too. Wow. Rawr. Let me tell you, Rotten Tomatoes, critics are 82, and audience is 86. I mean, yeah, the the majority of the reviews are positive. Yeah. Yeah. This is almost 30 points over Die Hard 3 with a Vengeance. That's ridiculous. That's fucking ridiculous. Is it? it the, do you remember Samuel L. Jackson was the last? Oh one? yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like sidekicks, definitely. Definitely, mm-hmm. sidekicks, and I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. The villain was superior in Die Hard Three as well. I yeah. love mm-hmm. Timothy Oliphant, and I dig him as a villain. But in this, he was just sort of cold. Like they didn't give him a lot to do. They didn't give him a yeah. They didn't. He didn't have much to do, or nor did they focus on him very much. And he was just calculating. Yeah, yeah, just be calculated, emotionless, but like with a simmering tank of rage that you only sometimes show. Yeah, yeah, okay. and I and I totally into something like that if they gave him more, and we could see more Timothy Elephant, but they they really didn't. Like Jeremy Irons was fucking eating up his fucking lines and tossing them out. It was beautiful. It was oh my god. It was beautiful. I mean, and then Alan Rickman, obviously, in the first one. Like, you yeah. have brilliant, brilliant mastermind villains. And then the other end of it, for me, personally, not classy. He is not a classy villain. Mm. Like, yeah. un- You know how I said with Jeremy Irons' character, how, mm-hmm. like, after they get all the money, usually the double cross happens and he, he runs off with his lady. Not yeah. this time. It was all like, let's celebrate. Go men. We did a good job. Let's go buy an island together. Yeah. Fucking Tim and the Elephant is the first chance he gets, shoots his entire team. Yeah, that was that was rough. Yep. Uh, executes all but like two of them. Oh, and then ex- executes the other two of them later on because you know. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's. <clears throat> I mean, okay, the action was crazy and over the top. Love mm-hmm. it. The fight scenes, probably better. I mean, Maggie Q's fight scene was amazing. Yes, agreed. Agreed. And and you had parkour guy from District B thirteen. Gotta mm-hmm. love that. And I love all of those things. Yeah. The ending was better, just because the ending of the last one was cockamamie and bozonkers. I love the ending of the last one. So so I guess here's the thing. Regardless of which one you would rate higher, like I think they're in the, the same ballpark of super duper fun action movie. And the fact... That's what I'm the, getting at. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's totally what I'm getting at. Like the fact that you have... They do better things in this one... They, they do things, certain things better in this one, and they do certain things better in the other one. And that, yeah, ultimately makes them equivalent. So in, in, in a way, yeah. what I'm saying 
literally is that I agree with you. Okay. But what I'm trying not to say is that I agree with you because yes. I, I just really like saying you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Cool. One of the ridiculous reviews that I pulled out was Bob Mandello from NPR who says, it's not remotely plausible, but with Willis's McLean leaping into tail fins of passing jet fighters and bringing down helicopters by launching police cars at them, there's enough stuff blowing up that action fans won't mind much. I just like the beginning. It's not remotely plausible. No fuck. No, no fucking shit. I don't know. I, I think it's pretty, pretty plausible. Mm-hmm. Like I can, mm-hmm. I can see a lot of this happening in real life. Yeah, like dropping a car on someone while dangling down an elevator shaft. Uh huh. Yeah. How yeah. did that car get in that building? You ask. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's it's that was, yeah, unclear. There's a parking garage, Amber. Just drive through. Fan fucking tastic. Mm-hmm. Oh. And yeah, when he jumped jumped on that jet plane, I'm pretty sure I said punch that plane. Yeah, you did. Yep. I pulled up some of the chat from our, uh, <laughs> our talk from uh, watching it together. Yeah, it's very good. So so we already talked a little bit about how um, Bruce Willis's lines about Maggie Q were just, they're racist and awful and uh, uncalled for. And he, he um, revealed himself to be a misogynist when <laughs> instead of just shooting Maggie Q, like he does yes. with every other goddamn bad guy. Uh-huh. He he holds her at gunpoint and tells her to stop what she's doing. Yep. And then like every other bad every other suspected bad guy, if he thinks yeah. they might be a bad guy, he shoots them eight times and he's like, mm-hmm. hmm, probably was, and moves on. Yeah. But he sees a woman twice. doing something and he's like, Oh, back away, get over there. And then she yep. proceeds to beat the shit out of him mm-hmm. quite handily. And then he gets the upper hand, throws her into a shelving unit, and then just turns his back on her. And then forgets about her. Again. 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 If that were a dude, he would have double tapped them and then slammed the shelving unit back onto them a couple of times. Maybe chalked them down an elevator shaft with a grenade. I don't know. But he would have finished the job. Yep. Yeah. Then at the very beginning, it starts with Bruce Willis his daughter in a car with her boyfriend and he's getting all handsy and then bruce willis intervenes and so it's all this like macho dad stuff that's just bullshit like you know you you can't see my daughter without my permission it's like well fuck you like (laughs) well there's also the element of he must have known that she was on a date Oh, she th- clearly yes, does part, not sure. She clearly does not care for her father's presence in her life, mm-hmm. calling him John and just making it really clear she's not happy to see him, which means it's very unlikely that she told him she had mm-hmm. a date, which means her father is spying on her, yeah. following her and watching her make out with a boy. Yeah, all of that is just really kind of yeah, it's that macho dad stuff that I hate. It's like the oh, you know, I'll shoot you if you Dude, that that crosses a line like, way over wow. macho dad stuff. That's oh, fucking yeah. creepy. Yeah, it is. It is for sure. He's like macho dad stuff is the posturing. He's crossed the line into he breaks into his daughter's college room and snoops through her stuff to figure out what's going on in her life and then follows her to the parties that she mentions in her day planner and talks to her friends. Like that's he's basically a dad stalker, which is not something I knew was a thing, but they invented it for this movie. How do you think he has time to do this with all of his big detecting in New York City? The man is not a detective. He's a weapon of mass destruction that mm-hmm. is unleashed when the circumstances demand it. 
Okay. I strongly yeah. doubt his superiors actually want him doing actual police work. Mm. Oh my god, you murdered that guy. You murdered him and he just had a parking ticket. <laughs> exactly. It was nice that the female murder assassin love interest actually had lines this time. Yes, that was nice. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Also loved that it was Maggie Q. So double bonus there. Mm-hmm. It was also nice that his daughter was as much of a badass as her mother is. Yes, that yeah, that was great. Um, she was definitely, um, yeah, she was very cool. She was very cool. She was competent. She was not like woman in distress. She <laughs> beat the shit mm-hmm. out of a couple of the henchmen, shot one of them through the foot. Yeah, yep. Was get feeding her father like uh, information about what they're they were doing under the risk of being slapped by uh, Timothy Oliphant. She didn't give a fuck. No, she did not. It was badass. Mm. We've got Cliff Curtis um, as the deputy director, the um, person that uh, John McLean kind of talks to um, yeah. for most of this time. Maori uh, law enforcement sidekick. Hells yeah. yeah. That was that was good. So we've been playing a lot of PUBG lately, and so we know a lot about C4. Um, in this movie, Bruce Willis takes Justin Long around a corner and like puts a drywall wall in between um, Justin Long and the uh, C4 exploding in his computer like 20 feet away. And uh, just a really good wall, Amber. It protects them. I mean, I'm not sure how much C4 was actually inside that computer, but I do know... Mm-hmm. That the one explosion that happens in the beginning that you see destroys the entire house. Yes. So, but it's like, you know, 20 feet and drywall would definitely mm-hmm. keep you safe. I, I remember when we were playing PUBG mm-hmm. that one time and somebody put a brick of C4 up on the roof of a three-story building. You managed to crawl down to the first floor and then still died. Yep. So yeah, we know all about C4 and they don't understand how it works. Apparently we do not. though. Because video games. <laughs> Um, so there's, uh, it's like 4th of July in this movie, and I believe it was Michael who said, don't let the fact that it's the 4th of July fool you into thinking this isn't a Christmas movie, because it's always a Christmas movie if it's Die Hard, Amber. They didn't really seed it with things the way they did in the third one, though. No, they didn't, which was a bummer. They really seem to be moving away from the Christmas theme. And John McClane seems to be getting so tired. (laughs) Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, he did start tired. He was always like, oh, come to the coast, have a few laughs. But like, he was like spunky in that first yeah. one. He was, you know, he was quipping and he was running around and he was, yeah, he was talking to himself. He he doesn't really talk to himself the way he used to anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's because he, he has sidekicks with him most of the time now. That's true. Yeah, he didn't have one. He's got someone movie. to talk to. But he just, well, I can't remember... Like he he was when he was talking to Justin Long at one point, and it, I typed into the comments like, "Oh man, he's just so tired." Uh-huh, yeah, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was definitely just like, "Oh yeah, no, it's great being a fucking hero." You know, your family hates you, and your wife leaves you, and mm-hmm. you know, no, you have nothing. You have literally nothing, and everything's terrible, and your life is garbage. Yep, and then you ask you yourself why you're going to do this, and you're like, "Well, I'm the only one who will." Yep, I'm the only one here, so guess I have guess I have to do it. And then then it it ends heroically with like, that's what makes you that guy. 
Yay, I guess. Just nihilism and location? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Inspiring yep. stuff. Yep. <laughs> what was Timothy Oliphant ultimately? Was he stealing social security? Was he stealing all of the money? Was he, was he just stealing all of the money? I think he was taking all the ones and zeros, Amber. Yeah. He's yeah, just he had, all of the money. Uh, that was my... They never made it that clear to me, but... Um, yeah, John McClane is like, hey, like, what the fuck? You're just after the money. He's like, well, I should get paid for what I'm doing, shouldn't I? It's like, well, all of it? All money? I guess, I guess, yeah, all money. And then the fact that the first phase of the fire sale, like mm -hmm. shutting down satellites and making so people can't call and then spreading fear and then whatever, whatever, whatever. The next phase of it that Justin Long and Bruce Willis, you know, not stumble upon, they intentionally, you know, go to is, is shutting down quite literally all of the power for the Eastern Seaboard. Yes. But they didn't really have to do that because the chaos they'd already created was more than enough to get them access to Woodlawn and, and to not right. be disturbed. Yeah. So just... they, was, they were really just like really down to just drill deep into the country's asshole. Like they just, yeah. they, it wasn't just about the money. It really was it about just like fucking yes. America hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and Timothy Oliphant, like he, like yeah, they really fucked him over, and he was only telling the truth. So I get it. Like, whoa, he did they fuck him over that badly? Did they fuck him <laughs> over like quite literally bankrupt and destroy the country badly? Just murder everybody badly? Well, you know, Amber, hospitals we don't need power. We all have different thresholds, Amber. So, Amber, there there were some really good. Um, John McClane used um, a fire extinguisher in the very beginning of this movie to, um, he launched it at somebody and exploded it so that it pitched the guy backwards through a uh, plate glass window and down a building and murdered him. It was, it was very nice work. And then he uses a fire hydrant later on. He runs over fire hydrant such that the water gooshes up and <laughs> pinpoint hits the guy in a helicopter who fucking falls out of the helicopter mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. he, he's just perfected his like fire suppressant equipment usage for murder apparently i bet he really actually hates firemen i feel like there's like you know oh, in sitcoms my. in sitcoms mm -hmm. and shit you know how there's like enmity between the fire department and the police department yeah you know because like, like they play everybody Baseball Everybody... games against each other and shit. Sure, sure, sure. But like everybody loves the fire department because like they're they're big hunky heroes. And like mm. meanwhile, oh, the long suffering police department never gets any credit for their cool, cool hijinks. Yeah. And so like he probably just has like a secret hatred of the fire department and then and thus delights in using their safety and protection tools for murder. And good police work. Just really good police work. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably just abolish the police and get rid of that whole rivalry, I think. Sounding like a pinko liberal commie over there, Megan. Amber, there was a beautiful, beautiful helicopter death. Um, so, I mean, one thing that they do, so the hackers are able to hack um, traffic lights, and <laughs> they put all of them on green, and then everybody who's driving just fully guns it, no matter the fact if it's someone's in their way or not. Um, you know, if it's green, you go, Amber. I have the right of way. You just fucking, you better hit me. I have the right of way. 
If you you don't you don't have it, my light's green. If you hit me, it's your fault. So I'm gonna go. Yeah. Yep. And then they're in uh John McClane's running away from this helicopter and they're in this big old tunnel. And so um the hackers send um, you know, the, the traffic had been stopped and so they send traffic in, you know, you know, to, on a collision course at him, and then they turn off all the lights in the tunnel. And the cars are not turning on their lights, nor are they fucking stopping. You know, because if the lights are all out, you just fucking gun your car, Amber. You just gotta go. I mean, and generally speaking, you're supposed to have your lights on in a tunnel. In a tunnel anyway. anyway. Like, if, if all of the lights in the tunnel that you're in suddenly go out, you're just like, hmm. I mean, I'll be out of it soon, so what's the point yeah. of turning my lights on? If I turn my lights on, I'll probably forget I have them on since it's daytime, and then I'll get out of the car, and I won't notice the dinging noise, and then my battery will be dead. So let's just blaze through the darkness of this tunnel with a bunch of other cars. <laughs> Plus, it's 2007. Like, a lot of cars had day running lights at that point. Not in Not- this movie, though. No, they, they also hacked daytime running lights. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, that explains it. <laughs> Perfect movie, Ember. I take back everything I said. <laughs> they thought of everything. <laughs> but so, okay, coming out of this tunnel, um, the helicopter is waiting at the other end for them. And um, what um, Bruce Willis does is he sends the car at the helicopter, but like at an angle such that it hits the toll booth or whatever and flies up and exactly hits the helicopter. It's, it's gorgeous, Ember. I mean... What I've realized is that he's not, I mean, okay, the tools vary and may have whatever, Mm -hmm. the fire department, who knows, who knows what his deals are. He might also hate helicopters much like Mm -hmm. you do, but he is a Rube Goldberg machine of murder. Yeah. He understands the angles and the trajectories and the momentum of of all the tools at his disposal, all the found objects, Mm -hmm. such that he can cause death and destruction just... Just by setting one piece into motion. Yeah. I mean, it's brilliant. I mean, it's why he made detective, right? I assume. I think he's fucking a lieutenant at this point. Mm, Yeah. I mean, and it's also why he's still alive. And I mean, he is he is a Rube Goldberg murder machine savant. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, Justin Long's line after this really made me happy, which was, you killed that helicopter with a car. I just like. I, that's the, how I talk about helicopters, Amber. I know you, you were Justin Long in that moment. Or he, he was your proxy. He was there mm-hmm. to do the you that you would have done in that moment. And I'm trying to think. So definitely in one, some helicopters get it. Definitely in three, helicopter that helicopter at the end gets it. I'm trying to... I cannot remember if there were helicopters in two. There had to be because it was an airport, right? Hmm. About... Mm. Mm. Two is not that memorable. No. I agree. Other than the, the naked karate that happens in the beginning. <laughs> that is very good. That's very memorable. Because mm. so little has happened. It is it is the opening of the movie, and William uh-huh. Sadler is just hard body naked karate. Yeah. Just, it, everything's chill and quiet. It's easing you into the plot. Oh, look, there's Holly. Oh, look, there's, oh, oh, there's a butt. Oh, there's a, okay. oh, he's, he's really intensely doing karate. Way to not show us his junk while yeah. he uh, goes through those forms. Yeah. Good form, by the way. Good um, form. Yeah, very and, good uh, form. And good work, William Sadler. That uh, must have taken 
taken several hours. It was, it's I'm just doing. day after day for you to accomplish. I like William yeah. Sadler. He was death in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Was he in Demon Knight? Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, he is He's the Demon, Demon Knight. Knight. Yeah. That was a great movie. <laughs> um, uh, the the F F thirty five F whatever essentially yep. a jet is sicked on Bruce Willis while yes. he's driving a semi to try mm-hmm. and catch up with Timothy Oliphant, who mm-hmm. has Justin Long and his daughter. Right. Double we're talking stakes. exactly. We're talking Endgame movie mm-hmm. stakes. He's driving that semi. Timo realizes that semi's coming too fast. It must be full of corpses and John McClane. He made, Timothy Elephant made some of those corpses. So he knew about those corpses, but there were new corpses that John McClane had made. I digress. He, of course, has hacked everything. Mm -hmm. So he informs the the fighter jet pilot that the terrorists are in the semi. Right. And so Bruce Willis is now driving a semi that is being attacked by a fighter jet. Yes, correct. He, of course, survives because the fighter jet can't can't take down this truck. No, it can't, well, it can't take down Bruce Willis. It did take down the truck eventually. That's fair. That's fair. He, he They take down an entire highway, luckily empty. Oh, a empty. whole highway system, like murdering oh, yeah. thousands. Oh, yeah. Murdering. If, if anybody had been out on the road, they mm-hmm. would have murdered thousands. They, yeah. they did do billions of dollars worth of damage. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they had the green light, so they went for it. Sure. Uh, Lots of missiles, lots of bullets, lots of missiles and bullets. And then the truck gets kabloob-dloobed, but not before the fighter jet gets right up on it. Because I assume he wants to see Bruce Willis die. He just really, really enjoys his work. He doesn't often get to see the life go out in their eyes since he's usually Uh so far away from his target. So he just just gets right up in there, allowing Bruce Willis to hop on Uh to the jet. Yeah. And that's the mistake. You never let Bruce Willis get that close to you, ever. So, does something get sucked up into the engine? Yeah, something got sucked up into the engine. And, it, and so then... Bruce Willis is, is, is on the plane as it's about to, to go boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And the, the fighter pilot cheeses it. Like oh, he, yeah, he, he's he gone. He ejector seats he's out. because that, that jet is donezo. Uh, which was his fault. He was yes. fucking around in a collapsing highway that he made. Then the plane gets a man on it that he failed to kill, and then it gets, you know, broken. So he, he caused, like, that jet also is probably yes. worth billions of dollars. He mm-hmm. He's very bad at his job. Yeah. And also Bruce Willis survives the jet crash. Well, we did talk about this during uh, our chat that he's immune to falling damage. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah. It's a, it's a Borderlands, not a Destiny situation, Amber. Okay. Because in Borderlands, you can fall, however... No, no, I, I, I know, I know. Just yeah. uh, didn't know we were talking in those relational contexts. I did. Um, so yeah, then um, <laughs> after all of that, after the jet fighter and the like, collapsing highways and the falling, um, Bruce Willis like gets up, he goes, whew, and then he looks to his left... And the truck that he'd been following with his daughter and Justin Long in it is parking in the build in a building a hundred feet away. It's like, well, that was convenient. Oh wait, the ending is just like Die Hard Three. <laughs> uh huh. 
Yes, thank you. <laughs> he fights a jet and then he follows them into a building a hundred yards away. Mm-hmm. And because he saw them drive into it after fucking 45 minutes of jet fighting. Exactly. And and okay, so you assume that he assumes that they believe he's dead. Why wouldn't they think that? They sicked a jet on a big rig and a single man. So he has the element of surprise. He does. What does he do with that element of surprise, Megan? Uh, I think he might kill one dude. Did he kill one dude? He just walks into the building and yes. starts a shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he mean. Yeah, he walked in and killed that one dude. But then just, his daughter in. and Justin Long are fucking there. Just walks in and starts shooting. No yeah. cover, no stealth. No, let's take take a look at the situation. Like, this is, this is John McClane, and he's done. He's, he's just tired, done. and he's done. Mm-hmm, yep. What's out? <laughs> um... He immediately gets shot. Yes. Yep. Immediately gets shot in the leg. Um, and then this is where Timothy Oliphant gets really, like, sinister evilly, which kind of really feels out of nowhere, where he's picking up Justin, or he's, where he's picking up Bruce Willis, and he says, don't die yet. I want you to watch Justin Long you know, give me all the money and then I'm going to shoot him and then I'm going to shoot your daughter and then I'm going to shoot you, but I want you to watch them both die. It's like, Timothy Oliphant, fuck. <laughs> Dude. But at the same time, that's also, because of course, Justin Long has found his inner hero finally after a movie of, of cowardice and, and, and whinging. And he has somehow managed to secret hacker safety lock all of Timo's all the data and money of the US government. And so he's threatening him to try and get him to undo the lock. But of course, Justin Long knows that no matter what, he's going to kill himself and John McClane's daughter. And then he he straight up says, hey, Bruce Willis, I'm going to watch, have you watch Justin Long crack the code, then I'm going to kill him and your daughter and then you. Why would you crack the code? Why would you ever crack the code? Why? It's like, wouldn't you just say, go fuck yourself at that point? Yeah, uh huh. He, he just, what? Okay, fine. Yeah, so he goes super sinister, super stupid. Justin Long continues to be dumb about it, I guess, to continue to unhack his hack. This is when John McClane's daughter springs into awesomeness action. Yes. Takes out the super Euro trash henchman who managed to survive all of timothy oliphant's house cleaning mm-hmm. like kicks him punches him shoots him in, his, in the foot with his own gun and then slides yep. a gun across the floor to her father but timothy oh, oliphant stops it and it's unfortunate but so it's like close oh it's it a was, good move yeah it was badass as 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 anything yep it was it was delightful and then we do have a very good uh, scene at the very end. So Timothy Oliphant's holding Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis shot in the shoulder. And Timothy Oliphant, like, digs the muzzle of the gun into Bruce Willis's shoulder to, like, make him, like, stop struggling. Mm-hmm. Right into and the bullet hole. Right into the bullet hole. Ouch. And Bruce Willis is like, fuck it. And so he shoots the gun that's in his shoulder and it shoots through his shoulder into Timothy Oliphant and murders him. I mean, there was already a hole there. Yeah, which is a, just just a good move. Oh yeah, super smart. Mm-hmm. Gun was already there, hole was already there. There may have yeah. already been a bullet lodged in his shoulder. This might have cleaned it right out. Just pushed it right out. Be like, why are there Timothy two Oliphant? bullets in yeah, Timothy Oliphant? Shot twice. How did that happen? <laughs> and why does it have you all over it? Why are you all over his bullets? Mm-hmm. Good question. 
Michael made the uh, observation. That's the word. I thought of the word all on my own. Oh, you're that, so smart. That was the same shoulder that, in which he kept his, his lockpicks from Die Hard 3. That's right. When- <laughs> it's a fucked up shoulder, man. It's a useful shoulder. Uh, yeah, I guess it's a so. Swiss Army shoulder. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> there's one more thing. <laughs> when they're in, they're all being like treated for their wounds, and <laughs> John McClane gets into an ambulance, and he's like, "Hospital." It's like, no fucking shit, hospital. <laughs> like, yep. It's like I get on the school bus. I'm like, all right, school. Or just get into a cop car. I'm like, yeah, prison, please. Yeah, just wanted. Oh, thanks. I guess I've been doing some crime. Might do more. Let's go to prison. <laughs> Where the fuck do you think the ambulance is going? Hospital. <laughs> I was going to the movies. All right, fine. Fuck. Denny's, please. <laughs> yeah. Amber, what did you think of this movie on the rock scale? Uh, R for regrettable, outstanding, crazeballs, or K? You know it's crazeballs. Why do you make me do this? Yeah, it's crazeballs. See, I, I, I said the last one was outstanding and crazeballs, but I think this one is just really crazeballs. I mean, the last one has Samuel L. Jackson and Jeremy yes. Irons being delightful I, that that those are the outstanding elements this one mm-hmm. is a yes. solid crazy action movie yes but Agreed. justin long is no samuel L. jackson a cameo from no. kevin smith is just not that interesting no like timothy oliphant i love but he just they wasn't given much anything. to do in this movie yeah. like cliff curtis love him again not a lot to do his character was fine yeah. but like he's just sort of the fed who's trying to make things work and is the one decent guy who's actually competent yeah, Maggie and, Q's awesome. But yeah, and Maggie Q, great. Yeah. Femme fatale as fuck, but also mm-hmm. hacker murderer. Super competent. Uh, kind of wish he'd killed Bruce Willis. I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish he'd killed Bruce Willis. Can we just, we're wrapping up here, but let's. can we talk about how Maggie Q gets murdered real quick? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I do believe I already mentioned him taunting Tim yes. Elephant with her murder. But they are, well, <laughs> after he's disregarded her, having thrown her into a wall, she, mm-hmm. of course, gets up, starts to beat the shit out of him again. Yes. She succeeds in this. She threatens Justin Long and tells him to undo the hacking that he's been doing. Justin Long complies because kind of a dick. Yeah. Bruce Willis that is like, hmm, okay, can't beat her hand to hand. Let me go get a car. Also, he's been thrown well, down a he thing. Th- yeah, she threw him out the fucking building. And because he doesn't take falling damage, you know, that four uh, floor fall didn't hurt him but uh so he go get goes get a car exactly he then drives the car into the building hits maggie q they go careening into an elevator shaft obvi obvi both of them are in the car and on the car and around the car just punching and kicking each other fighting over a gun and then eventually she gets the gun but he gets the cable wire as the car starts to slip down into the shaft Mm mm-hmm she just looks pissed. At yeah. no point does she look scared. The nope. entire time, she just looks pissed. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. It's a good scene. It's a good scene. So, of course, she falls. The car falls on her. She's very dead. Yeah, unfortunately. But I like that the car did the work for him. He couldn't yes. seal the deal himself. No, no. Sexist motherfucker. Sexist motherfucker. 
Yeah, this movie's crazy balls. It, it doesn't have those those remarkable elements. Plus, it doesn't have the nostalgia of Die Hard Three. Sure. Yep. It's a little. It's a little bit more. I don't know. Mid two thousandsy about it. Mm-hmm. A little plasticky. Yeah. It's got that processed taste. Too many white people. Too many white people. <laughs> Excellent. Megan, do you have an Abby story? I do. Um, Abby's up visiting now, which is super fun. And um, we were playing 20 questions at um, dinner. And she's just kind of getting the hang of this, you know. Um, her 20 question skills are still still coming up, coming through. And uh, it was her, t- she decided to think of something. And uh, she's playing the game with my mom. And she holds up a game that she's been playing. And she's like, okay, it has this color and this color and this color and this color. And she's just pointing the colors in the game. And my mom's like, is it that? And she's like, yeah, she says in just like a <laughs> amazed voice that mom could guess what she was thinking of after Abby pointed to it four times. <laughs> And it looks exactly like this. Mm. Mm. Can you guess? It's <laughs> pretty cute. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. I instead of a recommendation, I have tales from rural Massachusetts. How dare you bite my flavor? <laughs> chomp chomp, bitch! Oh, you motherfucker! There's going to be consequences. <laughs> you just said chomp, chomp, bitch. Yeah, you. no, you did. It's you sassed funny. right at me. You straight <laughs> sassed at me. Uh, Am oh I charmed? Yes, obviously. Am I still going to get even? Obviously. <laughs> Excellent. Well, here we go. So, Amber, you know how, um, well, you were here, um, how... We've got a mouse problem sometimes. Um, mice, they're super annoying. And tried different things. I recently got a new type of no-kill trap. So I trapped a mouse and um, I trapped it late at night. And so I didn't fucking feel like taking it far away to put it, um, to let it go. So I took the mouse trap outside in a box. I actually... <laughs> You can laugh at me, but put a little bit of, you know, wet dog food in it. So it was okay for the night. Oh my God, woman. I know. I know. And so the next day I take it out in the trap, in the box, and I take it um, across a body of water and five miles away. And I find this nice little field and I get it out and I open up the trap and I let it go. And it's like, it's standing there just kind of dazed, but it's fine. And it's kind of looking around. And so as it's doing that, I go to put the trap back in the car and I hear something. And so I turn around and there is not one, but two red tail hawks flying away. And one of them has that mouse in their talons (laughs) and they are fighting each other over the mouse that i spent 12 hours trying to keep alive and let go in a picturesque field nature finds a way megan (laughs) fuck (laughs) oh man 
did you not save its life. Mm-mm. But you caused a fight between two other pieces of wildlife. I did. I did. Yeah. Anyway. So, Amber, I want to close like I always close. No! By saying, only the person who isn't rowing has time to rock the boat. Amber is just shaking her head at me. Well, another fine sign-off. Anyway, bye, everybody. Bye, Amber. (sighs) Hmm.